Who's this? I'm Mr. Busnick's anger management therapist. You're in anger management? Uh, temporarily. Dissembling is a common tool of the anger junkie. Dave, you have a disease. Would you apologize if you were a diabetic? Of course not. So why do you feel you have to apologize because you're suffering from TAS? Um, TAS? Toxic anger syndrome. Ooh. Oh, I don't have TAS. He's angry. It's a sickness, not a crime. And so many psychologists will say that actual choices that you've made, actual problems that you're having are just a sickness that you have. It's similar to diabetes and you just need to take your medication. Well, I got to tell you, I, as a psychologist, I love cognitive therapy because they challenge that medical model of psychological problems and they say, hey, there's a difference between psychological and, me- psychological and medical problems. And even though some medication can help psychological problems, t- typically the core and I would say almost all the times the core is your thought processes, that your thinking does affect your moods dramatically. You think good thoughts or you think reality-based thoughts and you're going to feel more connected in your life. If If you're catastrophizing or if you're engaging in stinking thinking, you're going to feel really confused or depressed or guilty, maybe where you shouldn't feel guilty. So you can call me with any concerns that are on your mind. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. Toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. That's toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. And I, Tammy, I want to welcome you to the show. Um, you're having some difficulties judging your husband? Well, see, my husband um, just told me before Christmas that he wants to separate Okay. And it, it's kind of confusing me because he goes, I care about you because he's in, he just got counseling like two weeks ago and didn't even tell me about it. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, you know, sometimes I hate you and I can't figure out why I take my anger out on you. And, I, and, that, and then he tells me I deeply care for you. Mm-hmm. And then he ends up wanting me to go to West Virginia where I'm from for six months and him stay up here for six months so he's sending you home he wanted he wants to send me home and he's been sleeping on the couch for the last three weeks and he says that's to get me motivated to get me to go to school and to better myself more or less that's what he said to better yourself or to better himself he said to better his self plus to better myself okay who did he want to go to school me, I had didn't finish my education. Yeah, and he wanted me to go. He wants me to go to school, finish my education. What do you want to do? I want to do it. You do. So yes, you're both I on do. the same page with that. How long have you been married? Ten years. Two, we have four kids. Four kids. And we're, you know, it's kind of hard on them because they're taking it really hard. And I was like, well, why don't we go to couples counseling? It doesn't make sense, you know, me going down there mm-hmm. and getting counseling and getting my GED and all that down there when I can do it here at my own house. Is he having know? an affair? That's what I think, but he claims he's not. Okay, give me what's crossed your mind. Do you have any evidence? I don't have any evidence except for he's sleeping 
Well, I do have a little bit of evidence because last night um, I snuck outside and I seen him on the internet in a chat room and there's like a picture of a girl on there. Okay. Uh, one particular girl or was he just looking at nude pictures or something? No, like no. It was one particular girl. One girl. girl. Okay. Uh, so he's betrayed you. He's not letting you in on what's going on, which would fit the picture that he doesn't want you to go to couples counseling. You know, yeah. he he wants to get you removed. How far away is West Virginia from from it's, where you? It's an eight hour drive. And he work. wants you to, to take the kids, or yeah, not he, told me, he told me he told me that I can take my kids. So he wants to be a bachelor again. I'm assuming that's what he wants. He said that he had to sort out his feelings and get his head screwed on right and all that. Do you have any other, any other evidence? Let me give you a sampler of the type of evidence that partners find, uh, now, and I'll just use um, that wives find, just uh, to make it simple here, okay. uh, that suddenly they're going back to the gym and the partner is looking a little better, dressing a little better, wearing a cologne, but not doing it at home, uh, being angrier with you, and maybe doing more for you just out of guilt. Uh, just some different signs of an affair, absences that are unexplained, staying at work very late. Uh, what well, are he, some? Go ahead. Oh, he has been. Well, he said he's going to counseling, but I asked him, I said, well, you know, why can't I go to your counselor? He goes, no, I'm, and he kind of said, really neat, no, I'm finally opening up. And I think his counselor is a nurse, which is his best friend's wife. Yeah. And I'm like, how could she counsel you when she's a nurse? So there may be boundary issues there. Yes. And the and he, like today, he left at 10 o'clock, and he didn't get home. And the kids were like, where's Dad, Mom? Where's Dad? And, you know, it breaks my heart. Yeah, it's really hard. If he's not leveling with you, what I have had both men and women come in and tell me, listen, I'm having an affair, and I don't want to tell my husband or my wife, right. and what do I do? And I, But I can't live with myself. It's awful, because they're basically living a lie. They're tortured. They've earned that torture, but they're tortured, because they have to fake that they're not seeing anyone. This is assuming that he's having an affair. I want to just really put that out there, that we don't know for sure that he's having an affair. It's just a question that that you've or I've raised and you've raised too independently. Right. Um, I I would um, I would actually ask him that straight out or have you've done that? I well, he wouldn't even talk to me and found like you know I was I was shaken, I was crying. I mean, you know, this is my first marriage, and I was like, oh my god, my world has just blown up. Yeah, and I looked at him. I felt like I got tired of it when I seen that on the internet. So I waited, and he yeah. was in the kitchen. And I looked at him. I was shaking and stuff. And I said, "I, I want to know. Yeah, do you want a divorce? Yeah." And he goes, well, "I can't talk to you now." So he waited like a few minutes, and then he come back in. And then he started talking to me, and he he started giving me reasons why we got married. And he said the reason, the first reason why he married me was because. Um, for one, for medical benefits, or, yeah, for medical, medical benefits. Why would you want to stay married to him? <laughs> yeah. You're a free, you're a free ride. No, you're no, free... no, it was for me. Oh, for you, time, to I give you that. Okay. Yeah, I had a kid. So he felt, him. okay, so he felt guilty and he married you? 
And then, well, he gave me like a couple of them, and then he said the second one was because after our um, fourth kid, he said that um, he did that because he didn't want no more kids out of wedlock. Yeah. And then... I forgot the Okay, yeah. you're, you're going to need to get some help for yourself. So I would get a counselor for yourself if you can. I already did that. I, I'm Wonderful. Now. It, the, I, talk to I know we only have 30 seconds left. So oh, there's a okay. book, After the Affair. You can go to my website, drkenner.com, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R, and just read that. Even if he hasn't had an affair, it gives a lot of good information. And if you want to rebuild the trust, that book will help you. If you decide that there's no way you could ever rebuild the trust, that book helps you too. It's by Dr. Janice Abrams Spring. So I want to thank you so much for the call. I want you to get the support and to really work with your kids to help them um, make sense of it. And I hope he will level with you and tell you some of the things that he's been telling his counselor because it's awful to be kept in the dark. Thank you so much for your call, Tammy. Uh-huh. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness, toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance by Dr. Ellen Kenner. There is no problem with sex before marriage, provided one genuinely cares for the partner and practices safe sex. We obviously don't condone mindless sex, divorced from any valuing of the partner. Why not? Because it won't have any personal meaning. In summary, although the sexual capacity is given to you, knowing how to enjoy it, whom to enjoy it with, and whether it should be enjoyed is not self-evident. Such sexual knowledge is not instinctual or innate as is evident with the widespread sexual problems so many people experience. You need more information about the nature of sex and how to enjoy it. There are hundreds of books and videos showing many ways to enjoy sex. These can be helpful, but they are not the whole story and, in our view, not the most fundamental part of the story. You can download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com.